Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Parenting Unknown Podcast. My name is Matt. Thanks for listening. And be- the last time I recorded something was about two weeks ago, it felt. But a lot in this country has happened. Two major things that really struck out to me. Well, one today is pretty much California going back in lockdown again. Probably, I don't know, for another like 30 days or something to see how everything goes. Um in case you haven't known, cases are, uh, COVID cases are going up. So, yeah, looks like we're back on lockdown. Not as bad as before, but for the most part, the same things minus less like beaches, hiking trails, stuff like that. Some bars are going to be open. So it's, it's like we started in April, but a little bit easier. But nonetheless, we're going back, which is really, really sucky. <laughs> But the other thing that struck out in the past, 72 hours it feels like, maybe a little longer than that, is the whole Wayfair child trafficking debacle. In case you don't know, Wayfair is getting accused of helping, orchestrating, however you want to put it, in child trafficking. They have items that are named after some missing children. And they're high, priced at uh, twelve, thirteen thousand for cabinets for throw pillows. Comes off in a, as a far conspiracy, but me and my wife actually looked this stuff up on the site on each of our own phones and computer, and everything popped up, which is a little creepy, a little scary. Um, the only thing they said was that those items are priced like that because they don't want to remove any of the items off of the online catalog which if you have any knowledge or any familiarity with online shopping it's it could be a little hassle but nonetheless they're a big company they could do it but they're saying that items are left on there and given that obscene amount so that nobody buys them so it keeps the item technically online out of stock whether you want to believe that or not it's up to you, but these are the this is the company that's supplying ice, the ice detention centers that are harboring um, young kids taken away from their families trying to cross their border for a better life. They are supplying them the furniture. And also, ice has released that they may or may have not misplaced and that are missing about 1,500 kids, so... All this stacked up doesn't look right, but until there's a for sure, for sure direct evidence, can't really say for sure, but with everything that's going out right now, don't look that good. Especially if you're a parent like me who was listening to this, us, doesn't look, doesn't feel that good either. But then again, Epstein was a little bit of a myth, a little bit of a far out conspiracy and the culture that came out to be so everything that comes out now 
don't be so quick to judge and not judge. Don't be so quick to just to just shine it away. More than likely, it may come true that unfortunately this is the world we live in. But I'm recording this because this is the first first time I'm recording in a couple of weeks. Like I said, but this is really the first time I've been home in the whole week. Like I said in my last recording, we were taking a little vacation out to Vegas. And it's not really a vacation where we're going out doing things or going to gamble. We really, we really went to go visit our friends who live about 10, 15 minutes away in the next county over. They used to live here with us. They're another couple. They have kids, boy and girl. So they're a couple of our good friends, a couple of our best friends. So you can imagine when they want to go move out, a little bit saddening, but when I go visit them, most of the time we were actually there with them. So we weren't really the whole usual aspect of when you go take a vacation to Vegas. So we had fears, we had questions, we had stress. But once we really got there, actually driving up there was good. Thankfully, the kids didn't really were too antsy. We only stopped once and that was it. But going over there, places we did stop by, everyone had a mask. Couldn't go inside the store with that one. Everyone was kind of... For the most part, keeping distance, well, except for you know little spots in the bathroom where you're crossing. But for the most part, everyone's keeping their distance. Once you got to Vegas, too, even though it was 110 degrees for the three days we were there, using our mask wasn't really a problem or inconvenience, as you may see on media or social media that people are saying. It wasn't so bad. But once we got there, we were able to check in. Without talking to anybody, which is personally good for me, because I really don't like talking to people in general as it is, but contactless, check-in, got our key, went up to the room, sprayed everything down, wiped everything down as much as we could, and relaxed. We went to our friends, they were good, we went to go out to eat, which is a little odd because we we didn't mind going out to eat over there, but over here was a little... I just, be, I guess, because when you go out to eat over here, when you actually go out in some of the areas, you could tell that people aren't taking this too seriously. And I get people don't believe it, this virus is real. I get people who believe it's a hoax, infringing on the rights, which is non-existent. But I felt like over there, it was a little bit more. It was a little bit more of a priority. So as it. Funny, as weird, as dumb as it sounds, we went to our first restaurant. You had to wear a mask. You had to wear a mask until you were actually seated. Fortunately for us, it wasn't too long of a wait. There was literally nobody in the whole restaurant. So we got there, sat down. It took us a while to take our mask off because it was just a little you know, weird. This is our first time eating in a restaurant since... I guess when everything happened around March, April, so it was a little weird, a little strange, but like I said, everyone was cool about it. Everyone was keeping their distance. Everyone was keeping clean, and we got a different feeling from being over there than being here. I know some of the restaurants, well, not some, but most of the restaurants, most of the establishments, you could tell when you pass by, they look like they're keeping everything as close to procedure as they could because, let's face it, they don't want to get closed down again or anything like that. Well, prior to tonight, to tonight, prior to today's announcement, but it's really mostly the people in general. 
you really can't trust. People could just, you know, catch whatever to go out, not really caring, and then it just trickles on from there and goes on and on and on, and we're back in the position we are today. Being in Vegas, it was cool. The kids wore their masks, even though our daughter's a year and a half. Technically, she don't have to wear one, but you just put one on her just because. A little bit more peace of mind and a little bit more extra protection. Not only that, we had the vitamins, we had our vitamins, and it was good. You really can't say anything else add to that point. I mean, all our worries and stresses were kind of floating away. I mean, we weren't letting our guard down. We were wearing our mask, being uh, six feet away, and that was that was that was a thing still. But as the pre-fears to the actual day of fears, they really big a difference, bigger, really big of a difference. And we did do one thing, which would be we wanted the aquarium in Manali Bay, so we kind of walked through the casino just a bit, but for the most part, everyone was. Like I said, distant, checking in line, not to wear a mask, walking through the whole thing, wasn't so bad. Tickets were limited, so better peace of mind. But as we were waiting, we noticed a lot of people around the pool area, close together, no mask. It didn't concern us. We weren't a part of there, and that's the thing we could do is just keep to ourselves. But other than that, big difference from being here in California to being there in Vegas don't care you want to say you're infringing on our rights whether you believe that or not you could go in the constitution and look it up we have we have about 27 amendments last i checked and not one of them says wearing a facial mask for public health is against your rights so whenever i hear somebody say that it's against it's infringing on the rights pretty damn hilarious but as this lockdown's happening again, it really could teach you about, I wouldn't say conforming and being the quote-unquote sheep. It's more or less about protecting yourself and just doing things as best as you can so that we can get out of the situation. And as much as much as people were complaining about reopening things and reopening and all this stuff, it was a little bit too early and everything that half of the people said was going to happen a month later it's going to it's happening now i mean we survive yes every time we go out or interact not really interact but every time we get to a spot where we're in public which hasn't really been a lot but let's say vegas we went there last monday today is seven days away it's like this next seven days that, which is the virus is supposed to, you know, incubate in you and then before it starts causing symptoms. So, I mean, I would lie if I honestly didn't say if, I would, I would lie if I said I wasn't thinking about that, which I totally am. So, we got through the first seven days okay, now it's looking to the next seven. I mean, did that make sense? If we went, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie here. We've gone to our in-laws, but pretty much that's it. Oh, no, in-laws and my aunts. Yeah, these whole three, four months that everything's been going on, 
we have been hanging around my in-laws not hanging around like we're there every weekend but maybe at least once or twice a month we go see them see my aunt coming to vegas like we took every precaution we took all the steps and i think we're good it was it was nice to actually go out and try some normalcy because most of the time that we've been here I mean, we went to the beach once but other than that most of the time when the weekends with my, when my wife is off we've really just been going there or we go for drives my kid is on this kick of liking road trips so he doesn't care where we go where we stop if we stop or not as long as it's just in the car driving like the other day he wanted to go on a road trip and all we did was just drive to san diego and back i don't mind driving you know the kid doesn't like mine the kid doesn't mind driving so gets us out of the house why not right but i mean this past week was it was my wife's vacation so we were obviously out trying to do things relax show the kids a good time we actually went we actually went whale watching on saturday which was pretty cool kid's first time on a boat actually max's second time but first time he was on there it was about a year and a half so doesn't really count now that he's almost four aware of more things now being able to express himself a little bit more he enjoyed a lot more but on the boat too it was very limited seating everyone was spaced out had to wear the mask it was all good but i guess that's the new normal now for I don't know, I'm going to say another year. Me and my wife are actually discussing, actually having a bet of how long this lockdown, mask, quarantine stuff is going to last. She said February. Gives it a whole year. February. I sit around next May or June. Seems like a long, but you got to keep in mind this virus is new. There are studies going on right now, but there's not really too much known about it. And when I say not too much, I mean, they know what it causes. They know the symptoms. They actually keep adding symptoms. So we were just talking about this day. We were just talking about this too the other day, which now anything that happens to you, it could be a symptom of COVID. And I don't know about you, but like when like a lot of the winds start picking up and the air the dryness in the air changes, our sinuses start, you know, acting up. Start getting ch- head congestion right around the nose, sneezing, runny nose, a little bit of the raspy throat, maybe an occasional cough. And those are some of the newer things that they've added to the symptoms of COVID. So it's like, well, what do you want me to think? I'm just a regular, regular sinus, regular sinus thing that happens pretty much every year. Or have COVID. But it's been a spew of information coming out of what COVID is, what it's doing, the organs it's it's damaging. You could have brain damage, lung damage, whatever it comes out to. <laughs> so it's like us average person, us regular people just sitting here ingesting the news. It's like, well, what do you expect us to think? I've actually convinced myself and my wife thinks that I'm crazy and I'm I probably am, but I think I convinced myself that I've had it in February, which most people, you talk to most people and all the symptoms that are going on, they've they've pretty much had them. So, I mean, it's, 
I mean, I guess you don't know until you get the actual test test, right? Well, I would think so, but according to the CDC site, the virus inside of us that we already have, which is caused by the common flu, that we're pretty much immune to, but we do occasionally get sick with new strains every year and how everything evolves, but that that virus is triggering positive COVID tests. So meaning we don't have to have the actual COVID disease virus. We could actually just have our regular normal flu virus that are in us with no symptoms or maybe a little bit of a sneeze, cough here or there, or that's, <laughs> that's triggering the positive in the COVID test because they're, they're part of the same coronavirus family, if you want to say. So after hearing that, it's like, well, what the hell do you want me to think? So now more and more of this stuff comes out, you kind of understand like where some of these people are coming from saying it's a hoax, it's this, it's that, I'm wearing wear the mask, very, very patriotic, right? But it still doesn't take away from the fact that this virus is very real and people are actually dying from it. Yes, there's a low survival rate. Yes, there's a low death rate. Sorry, survival is a low death rate, but a death is a death. Whether it's from the flu, whether it's from COVID, cancer, and if we could do anything to prevent it or help preventing people dying from it, why wouldn't we, right? If you want to go see your grandma and you know she was prone to getting sick and you've been going out here and there and not wearing your mask, would you really be selfish enough to go visit her without wearing it? I know different circumstances, everyone's different, everyone thinks differently, but just my mindset, like, if I had a grandma that old or old underlying health issues, like, my, if my grandma was alive today, she was sick with diabetes, she was sick with, um, she had the effects of a stroke, she had broken hips, she had all the stuff going on, kidney failure, everything. I mean, I wouldn't, as much as I love my grandma and it would be pain for me to not be able to talk to her or see her physically in person. I mean, I wouldn't be that way and go there not wearing a mask or not taking my certain precautions. But you know, a lot of older people are different. Some stronger than the others, some more healthier than the others. So it's not really, it, you know, it's case by case. But I mean, if we could prevent all this just by simple staying away, wearing a cloth on the face, I mean, why wouldn't you, right? And another thing that's popped up here in Orange County is that, well, if you've been paying attention, a lot of numbers have been going high here in LA, well, LA the most, but Orange County numbers have been steadily rising. And they actually put out a report saying that a lot of the numbers were being inflated. And when I mean inflated, they were being tested for antibodies and putting those positive antibody tests on the positive COVID test, so the numbers are starting to jump up a little bit. Gives fuel to the people that pro-American, pro-patriot, pro-salons, anti-mask, pro, I don't know how else you want to label them, but you know, just those kind of people, you know who they are. So, I mean, so what does that lay us normal parents that are, well, what the hell are we going to do? What should we do? Should we be scared? I mean, I'd, I'd lie to you if I said I wasn't scared. Not only, not really for my own safety, because, I mean, as weird as that sounds, but more or less my kids. 
I mean, I know the kid infection rate is very, very, very low, almost non-existent, but still a chance for this virus to evolve and start affecting younger people, which it already has. The average, the average age of infection has actually dropped about 10, 15 years. So it used to be a lot of the old, you know, older elderly people with underlying conditions. Now it's hitting a bunch of, what was the number I seen? I think it was like 40, 50 around that area. Doesn't sound that old, right? Especially us that we're in our 30s. So we're kind of like in the middle. But a lot of lot more people in our 30s are getting it, getting affected by it. Yes, some of them aren't getting the full, like being in, into the ICU, but there are a lot of cases that they have. So why would I want to put my kids at risk for that, right? And just like today too, like I said, there's a whole bunch of news that's coming out. Like after a while, you got to kind of step away from it so you don't see any of it. But then once you start seeing stuff again, it's overwhelming, it's coming out. So we had all the stuff coming out that I just talked about. And you have, let's say, LAUSD, which I grew up going to school in. And then San Diego Unified School District, pretty much saying that school is going to start online, which the president is pushing for all schools to open up for for kids to go in. But a lot of the guidelines for like those schools are ridiculous, especially if you go to LA or if you actually ever been to school in LA, you know, those classrooms, those sizes, the areas they're not going to be able to compete with those guidelines whatsoever. So, I mean, it's good they're, they're not keeping closed, but, well, actually, yeah, they're keeping closed, but they're actually doing this online thing, which I have nothing against it, which, in general, I don't like school. That's just me. But, you know, I guess some people like it. Some kids like it. Some parents like it. Not only that, but it's also a place to leave your kids. You can go to work, pick them up after, whatnot. Now that the kids are actually being home and school taught online, it's a big inconvenience for those parents having to go back to work. Who's going to watch your kids? And this is all just a big domino effect of what's going to happen. But thankfully, those two schools are going to start, those two districts, are going to be opening up whatever time, once this all clears down, maybe. But And Orange County District actually have no planned of doing online they actually want to open up schools and not only that they're not going to implement or they don't want to implement wearing masks or social distancing and yeah that's where that's where orange county is landing on right now which i seen this early in the morning whether things have changed or not i don't know and i probably won't know or see for a couple of days which that's already enough info that i need I would say it doesn't affect me, but it, it kind of does because my son is at that age where starting preschool is only a couple months away. But you know, I've decided I'm not going to put him in preschool this year. With obviously, this virus thing is going on. We're not going to throw him in there regardless. But a lot of stuff you learn in preschool, we're actually trying to teach him. So he knows his ABC shapes, colors. Starting to write a little bit more, starting to recognize things. So, kind of teaching them that. And as for kindergarten next year, I really don't know. And to be honest, 
I really don't want to put him in school. I'd rather homeschool him and Mia. Whether you think that's weird or not, I don't care. I actually want to be in charge of teaching my kids and teaching my kids right. And I feel the school system has just constantly let me down personally. <laughs> not personally like they did on my father. I just I feel like they don't teach you what's really needed to be taught. Just want to say thanks for listening and I'll be recording another one tomorrow. Thanks. Bye.